0: hi everyone and welcome to take 10 for turn number 856 i hope you all are well any questions comments suggestions recommendations or sponsorships please email me at rabbi ismach at for so today i wanted to talk about a different mitzvah of Purim, and that's the mitzvah of matanos la'ev Yonim. as we said matanos la'ev means gifts to the poor the megillah is explicit in requiring us to be giving gifts to the poor and one might think that this is the traditional Tzedakah. You know, we're always supposed to give tzedakah, perhaps a tenth of our money, and there are rules of how to give tzedakah, in that we're supposed to give in a focused way, we're supposed to be careful about who we're giving to. The Gemara simply says, lev- b'nei adam. Two gifts to two people, meaning one gift to each. But when you look in other sources, for example the Tosefta, later quoted in the Gemara of Matsya, the Tosefta says in Midaktikin Purim, we do not be so careful when it comes to the collection of Purim. And specifically, Migbas Purim le Purim, it says the collection of Purim specifically goes for use on Purim. Meaning although sometimes we talk about you can divert one money to another collection, here you're not supposed to, you're supposed to spend it all on Purim. Even though that's obviously not the most efficient way to spend, and it could be that there's going to be some money that's going to be spent uh, in excess. But still, People will enjoy that day more, it seems, and therefore, because they're going to enjoy more by more spending. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And the Tosata gives the example of a You are going to buy more calves, more meat, and you're going to slaughter them, you're going to prepare them to be eaten. It should not fall into the regular kiss of tzadaka, the regular uh, amount of uh, charity that's given. Rather, it's supposed to be focused on that day. Give it to somebody, make sure somebody enjoys it. A day a little bit more. The Gemara of Matziah continues. It says, pur, We're supposed to be focusing on Purim, spending on Purim, and specifically, it seems to, to continue to say that the monies for Purim are supposed to be used, not even for physical assets, not even to fix the shoelace of the poor person, but specifically for the enjoyment of the day. There is a time and there is a place for tzedakah, but specifically, uh, which could be used, of course, in any charitable way, any way that helps the poor person. But here, what it seems we're being asked to do is to assist in people's Purim celebration, to focus that money towards Purim. The Rishalmi puts it a different way. The Rishalmi doesn't phrase it um, in the way of uh, focus all the money and spend all the money on Purim, but it says, Amar Ablazer, will actually Mena, Ha'ani ritzu the first rule is that Migbas Purim, Purim the Purim collection, goes to Purim, specifically the enjoyment of Purim, not for, let's say, shoelaces or shoes. And then it says in the Yerushalmi, another idea, in b'mitzvahs Purim, you're not supposed to be so careful when it comes to the mitzvah of Purim, except what you should be doing on Purim is, Anybody who sticks out their hand and asks Litol to take no snin lo you give the person. Now this is a somewhat different idea and we're going to see that the Rishonim phrase this a little bit differently. Some focused on the idea that we should be spending without regard to budget, and some focus on this idea of the Rishalmi, that we're supposed to be spending without regard to who we are spending on. So, they're very similar ideas, right? If I'm overspending, obviously there's going to be stuff that's going to people who might not deserve it the most, but also specifically, when somebody asks me, I shouldn't be so careful about, does this guy deserve, maybe he's a faker, so let's see how the Rishonim deal with this. The Rambam says, Chaival a person is obligated to give out to the poor on Purim you can't give to less and what are you supposed to give give them money to spend on the Suda, you hope, or on Purim, and or give them food. You can give them food as well. We saw that in the Gemara yes, yesterday. Omine Ochlin, or foodstuffs, or cooked items, two gets to two people. And you, we're not careful about who we're giving to, and you just give. You just become a giver who gives to anybody who sticks their hands out. Now the Rambam says something also which is very important, worth a different discussion at a different time, but in perak Be'ez, Halacha Yedzayin, in Hilchus Megillah he says, Mutav You're supposed to give a lot of Matanas More so, he says, He says, more so than you spend on shalach Manos, and more so than you spent on your suda. Sheein sham simcha There is no greater joy. l'sameach There is no greater and more splendorous joy. Then to brighten the day, to rejoice the heart of and of the poor, of the orphans, of the widows, of the of the converts, of those you know, refugees types, and ha somebody who se- celebrates with these people is similar to the shchina. Now it's interesting. The Rambam sort of, kind of gets this on his own. You know, there are four mitzvos of Purim. Where am I supposed to be? Focusing the most resources. Obviously, Mikra Megillah doesn't cost a lot of money. So what about the other ones? How do I figure out what's the most important to me? Says the Ramam, it's obvious. Tzedakah to help people should have the most money spent. And that's really interesting. So if you're spending, I don't know, $500 on Mishloach Manos. Now again, you're not spending $500 on Mishloach Manos. You're spending $500 on your version of Mishloach Manos. Because Mishloach Manos only needs to go to one person. So however much you spend on one person for Mishloach Manos, for sure you should be spending more on Honestly, if you're spending $500 on Meshach manos, you should probably do that too. Because the idea is the same. I should be spending more resources on helping people than on just, uh, f- I don't know, fulfilling my social obligations of Meshach manos, which is what we generally do beyond the minimum requirement. So again, the Rishonim talk about the two different elements over here. Number one, spending without regard to budget. And number two, the other version, as in, in the Rishami, spending without regard to who we are spending on. What I want to share with you is what I think is a is a really uh, the Ramban says it as follows. He said he says um, a person that, the reason that we're supposed to be spending this money on other people is we want to make sure that everybody is having as good a time as we are. Whether or not they're fitting or they're not fitting okay because it's days of mishta and simcha um, he has uh, other rishonim even use the words borrowed from pesach uh, which Dichvin, digvin Yechal. anybody who comes in should be given but i want to share with you the idea of uh, rabbi sadok and hopefully another idea as well rabbi sadok says that the fact that we're not careful hopefully comes back on us as well he says God will hopefully do what the Zakenim, what the elders meaning what the Rabbanon have commanded us to do have required us to do and also will be even no stand stuck a will also give us we who always are sticking our hand out for more from God we ask for this we ask for that are we always deserving? absolutely not but that's the hope and the goal that we have on Purim. I want to share with you the Seder HaYom. The Seder HaYom describes what went on Purim morning. He says, We get up happily, and I'll just translate, just for time. We we, we get up happily and with uh, abundant joy, and we take in our money. We take our stuff, our money, To shul, everybody to their ability. And we go to the shul, and at the shul, he describes this incredible scene, what must have been happening on a Purim morning in most communities. And the poor people and the unfortunate ones would uh, gather in the shuls. And after they would take out the Sefer Torah, and after they would read the parsha of Amalek, so the gabayim the people would go around with these big shell kesef, these cups of silver, and they would fill them up with all sorts of funds and resources. Okay? The poor people themselves, he continues, would all go around and ask for money. Not only would it just be up to the gabayim, those who were in charge, but they would also ask, and gam haktanim yisomim, also the poor orphans because of... Um, because of their unfortunate circumstances, they would also wait for the station uh, that they would ask so others could support and help them. And one of the other points that we're shown to make, which is echoed over here in the Seder Ha'yom, is It doesn't matter if people were Jewish or not Jewish, no matter what, people would stick their hands out. You would give by Zel and they would ask, Simply because the Jews are in such a good mood, I- ironic, right? Because this is a you know a victory over our enemies. One would think that this is a, a very clan-focused holiday, but it's not, right? Because of our joy, we are willing to share with everybody and anybody. Ein lahashiva achar we would not turn them around because God who saved us from all of this and that celebration therein. That would uh, bring us such joy that we would want to share that joy with anybody who we possibly could. Whether or not we know they deserve it, they don't deserve it, it doesn't really matter. Get over it. Enjoy people's joy. And then finally, it's, it's really beautiful, he talks about how how people would who didn't have the amount to give, there would be like a cover-up and people would give on their behalf, a beautiful thing, how the poor people would give. And then finally he says, <laughs> only after what we collected, what we collected, and we made the Anim happy, the poor people, then we would finally read the Megillah mitoch, mitzvah, we would read with true joy. May, in the merit of this beautiful mitzvah, may all of our requests be fulfilled.